On these last three Sundays of Lent, before Palm Sunday, in cycle A, the Church lays before us the three great symbols of holy baptism. This concerns not only those who will be baptised at the Easter Vigil, but all of us who will be invited to renew our baptismal promises and baptismal commitment at Easter. Then we will enter afresh into the living and nourishing water of God's love, which surpasses any food or drink, which is today's Gospel reading, into the light, which enlightens the blind, that we will hear next Sunday in the event of the cure of the man born blind, and into true life, which is the Sunday after, with the raising of Lazarus. You may or may not have heard of the Hound of Heaven. It is a 182-line poem written by the English poet Francis Thompson, who lived from 1859 to 1907. The poem became famous and was the source of much of Thompson's fame after his death. The poem was first printed in 1890 in the periodical Merry England, later to appear in Thompson's first volume of poems in 1893. It was included in the Oxford Book of English Mystical Verse in 1917. Thompson's work was praised by G.K. Chesterton and it was also an influence on J.R.R. Tolkien, who presented a paper on Thompson in 1914. The Jesuit Father J.F.X. O'Connor remarks of the Christian themes of the poem, and he says, and I quote, The name is strange. It startles one at first, the Hound of Heaven. It is so bold so new, so fearless. It does not attract, rather, the reverse. But when one reads the poem, this strangeness disappears. The meaning is understood. As the hound follows the hare, never ceasing in its running, ever drawing nearer in the chase, with unhurrying and unperturbed pace, so does God follow the fleeing soul with his divine grace. And though in sin or in human love a person may seek to hide away from God, divine grace follows after, unwearyingly, unwearyingly follows ever after till the soul feels its pressure, drawing it to turn to him alone in that never-ending pursuit. End of quote. Today in the Gospel we hear that the Lord went searching for the woman at the well. The woman came to the well weighed down, frustrated and sad, only to discover that the Lord himself was waiting at the well, searching to forgive and save her. How do we experience the Lord searching for us? 
In order to experience the Lord's searching for us, we must allow ourselves to be pursued. The Samaritan woman from the town of Sikar did not arrive at the well ready to be pursued by the Lord. In fact, she put all sorts of obstacles in the way of Jesus to make it difficult for him to reach out to her with love and forgiveness. When Jesus asked her for water to drink, she replied, How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? When Jesus said that he could give her living water, she somewhat irritably responded, Sir, you do not even have a bucket, and the cistern is deep. Where then can you get this living water? When Jesus then said, Whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst, the woman poked fun at him. Sir, give me this water so that I may not be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. The woman did not arrive at the well ready to be pursued. In fact, she arrived with a temperament that made it difficult for the Lord to break through to her. But the Lord would touch her heart by allowing her to speak about what most burdened her. When the Lord told her to go and get her husband, she responded that she had no husband. To which Jesus replied, You are right in saying, I do not have a husband. For you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. It seems that this woman was searching for love in all the wrong places. Perhaps she was so poor that her only option was to live with a man who would provide for her. Perhaps the price she paid for this was abuse. Perhaps she was a prostitute. We don't know for sure. But certainly this Samaritan woman was burdened by the life she lived. The Lord pursued her and unburdened her. The Lord pursued her for a purpose. The Father seeks people who worship him in spirit and truth, Jesus told her. The Lord seeks people such as you, he told her. How wonderful this must have sounded to this woman. Others might disrespect her, but the Lord pursued her. When the Lord breaks through hardness of heart, a person knows that he or she is being pursued by the Lord. When we acknowledge what burdens us before the Lord, we experience him pursuing us. The sacrament of confession has been given to us by Jesus that we might unburden ourselves to him so that we may experience the peace that comes from being found and forgiven by him. Sin coarsens the heart, but divine mercy softens and heals it. St. John of God, one of the great saints who tended the sick and the dying, said that, and I quote him, Just as water 
extinguishes a fire, so divine love wipes away sin. Laudato Jesus Christus.